What's up, TIW Mafia? Holy shit, has it been some fucking time? But listen, we're back, we're here. This is season three of The Irish Whip. Season three, episode one. And it is just me today. Uh, Josh will be joining us, but probably not tonight. Uh, he may cut something into this episode. I'm not sure. But I didn't want to make you guys wait anymore. I wanted to get back on. I was dying to get on the air. It's just life's been so crazy. So crazy, in fact, I'm not even talking fucking wrestling tonight. Uh, I'm going to talk about the XFL. And the rules, specifically, of the XFL. And some of these are pretty badass. It's crazy, and it's stuff that could actually, like, fall over into the NFL. And they're calling it five gameplay innovations, five timing changes, and five common sense rules. And I'm going to read through it in the same order they put it on their web on the XFL website. So, the five gameplay innovations, and then the five timing changes, and then the five common sense rules. And we'll just play it from there, and I'll be giving my spin as I read these. Um, I went through them earlier quickly but not on xfl.com so technically this is my first time reading these so you're getting my real live reaction because that's what we fucking do at this point this is the irish whip we don't do we do it off the cuff you know so the five gameplay innovations they broke it down into the kickoff the point after touchdown which i love i can't wait to get into that uh the punt the double forward pass, which is another rule that's just going to possibly change the game. And then overtime, which I don't know how I feel on the overtime stuff yet, but we'll get into it. Hang on. So the five gameplay innovations, the kickoff. And um, so the kickoff, the kicker kicks from the 25-yard line. It must kick the ball in the air and in play between the opponent's 20-yard line and the end zone. So that takes off the uh, off the, the offside kick and all of that stuff. Um, the coverage team lines up on the return side's 35-yard line, and the return team lines up on the 30-yard line. Each team must have exactly three players outside the hash marks on both sides of the ball and cannot move until the ball is caught by the returner. So, in other words, limited people moving until the ball is caught. That protects the catcher, but also gives him a time to run. Out-of-bounds kicks and kicks that fall short of the 20-yard line will result in an illegal procedure penalty, taking the ball all the way out to the kicking team's 45-yard line. So, again, it takes out the offside kick. If the ball goes out-of-bounds, you're going to have pretty good field position. Uh, players can move when the ball is touched by the returner or three seconds after the ball touches the ground when the official waves his hand down. If the ball is kicked into the end zone and is downed, it's a major touchback, and the ball is placed at the return side's 35-yard line. Uh, again, they're looking to get the ball returned. They're not looking for guys to take a knee. So this is going to prevent the kicking team from putting it into the end zone. If the ball bounces inbounds and then 
out of the end zone or is down in the end zone, the ball is placed at the return side's 15-yard line. Again, that prevents the receiving team from just letting it go in there to get the field position because now they got crappy field position. If a player on the return team touches the ball and it goes out of bounds, the ball is spotted where it went out of bounds. If a team wishes to run an onside kick, it must indicate this to the official before the play, and the two teams will be permitted to line up using traditional NFL rule, i.e. 10 yards apart from the kicking team. There will be no surprise onside kicks. Um, The current NFL college rule... NFL kicks off from the 35-yard line with, the five, with five players on each side of the ball. The ball can be kicked out of the end zone for a touchback or out of bounds and placed at the 40-yard line. College also kicks from the 35-yard line and allows return teams to take a touchback for any kickoff fair caught inside the 25-yard line. Uh, the rationale behind this, I love that they put all this on their website, with the goal to eliminate safety issues with kickoffs. The NCAA and the NFL created more opportunities for touchbacks. The increase in touchbacks naturally leads to fewer returns, which means fewer meaningful plays. The XFL's proposed rule change will encourage more kick returns while making the play less dangerous by eliminating the 30-yard spread to collision. So that's that. That's the um, kickoff. The point after this is excellent, too. Like, oh, man. Your, your touchdown is six points, okay? And you're not guaranteed anything. I'm a Patriots fan, and this year that was proven to me time and time again. But there is no kicking a field goal for a point after in the XFL. After a touchdown, the team has the option of running a play from the 2, 5, or 10-yard lines. And those are worth one, two, or three points, respectively. The team must run an offensive play, and no kicking plays are allowed. If the defense is able to cause a turnover and return the ball to the opponent's end zone, the resulting score is equal to the number of points the offense was attempting to score on a point after. Um, the NFL rule to compare to it. Sorry, I have a cold, guys. Teams can elect whether to go for a kicked extra point or go for a two-point conversion. Uh, the rationale behind this is the NFL has a near-automatic play with its extra point kick. Very true, unless you're a Patriots fan. The XFL has created excitement by replacing a kick with a play from the scrimmage. To provide even more excitement, we have added the opportunity for a three-point play, which means that an 18-point deficit is still a two-point possession game. Fans have told the XFL that the three-point play creates more strategy and innovation in the co- for the coaches. It's true. I mean, you think about it, like in the NFL, um, in an 18-point game, you have to score three times. And, you know, and that's, tr- you have to score two touchdowns, two point afters, actually, and a third touchdown. Uh, because another field goal only gets you to 17. So an 18-point play here, you could get the six and then two threes, and it's a tie game. So you can't, nothing is a given. Um, I love it. It's the way, I guess it should be 
and probably the way the NFL meant it to be, like exciting after the after the touchdown, it just got to the point where it's so scientific that, you know, if you got a good kicker, it is an automatic point. Uh, so as far as punting, the XFL rule is, punting team cannot release past the line of scrimmage until the ball is kicked. Gunners must line up at the line of scrimmage and are permitted to move laterally once the ball is snapped until it is kicked. Defenders over the gunner cannot cross the line of scrimmage until the ball is kicked. If the ball goes out of bounds inside the 35-yard line, it is a major touchback and the ball goes to the 35-yard line. If, if a punted ball lands at the opponent's end zone and goes out of, out of the end zone, the result is a major touchback again the 35-yard line. Fair catches are permitted, though um, it doesn't look like they want them. Um, and everyone knows the NFL rules here is the NFL allows players that are at the end, the end man on this line of scrimmage, often called the gunners, or at least once the ball is snapped. So that gives them a little run in advantage. The rationale here is that the fans told the XFL that they didn't want the amount of punts, specifically punts in an opponent territory. And how many punts did not have a return? 47% ended in fair catch or out of bounds or touchback. The FF, at, uh, XFL, sorry guys, has instituted two rule changes to address these concerns. All out of bounds kicks create a major 35 yard line. And no punt coverage players can release until the ball is kicked. This will create an average distance between the punt return and the nearest defender to 11 yards for a similar leagues of 6 yards, creating less reason to fair catch. Uh, the NFL touchback change will create less, less incentive for the teams to punt in an opponent's territory. NFL and college touch, touchbacks go to the 20, so teams will risk less risk the XFL on punts. Our coaches will be incentivized to go for the fourth down because there is a higher likelihood of a possession punt return and no ability to pin the receiving team with the coffin corner kick. So guys, we are a couple minutes in here. I want you guys to be more interactive. That's going to be part of what Season 3 is. I want you guys to, wherever you guys are listening to this, I want you guys to comment on it. What do you guys think of these so far? Um, and let me do this. I'm going to give you guys time to do that right now and I'm going to take a quick commercial break and I will be right back alright guys for those listening live that made no sense to you because I am back uh, <coughs> the five timing changes um, the 25 second play clock let's get into this I don't know this one so the XFL rules, we will implement a 25-second play clock that begins after the ball is spotted for the next play. It takes 7 seconds on average to spot the ball, average 32-second play clock. The, the NFL has a 40-second play clock that starts when the previous play ends. Um, this is just to speed up the game. They wanted to minimize the downtime between plays. Coaching staffs and teams are going to provide what fans want. More football during the game. All right. Um, I like it. I don't know. It's a couple seconds difference. So, um, football's a long game. This will make it a little less long. Let's also get into the comeback period. Um, 
comeback period XFL rules occurs after the two-minute warning in each half. <coughs> On plays that end in the field of play, <coughs> the game clock will be stopped until the ball has been spotted and five seconds have run off the play clock. On incomplete passes and out-of-bounds plays, the game clock will stop completely until the ball is snapped. Okay, so in the NFL, there's a two-minute warning. <coughs> <coughs> Two minutes left in each half, which stops the clock when a play goes out of bounds. So the rationale, obviously, the most exciting part of the game is the end of each half, and the XFL aims to maximize this excitement by stopping the game clock after every play. The team that is trailing has a clear way to maximize its remaining time, and obviously, like people play the time, play the play clock. Um, I don't know if I agree with this rule or not because, like, in the NFL, the timeouts are a strategy to stop the play clock. Running the ball out of bounds is a strategy to stop the play clock. If you're the winning team, you can really control that. If you're the losing team, you that, that's going to give you extra minutes, not seconds, minutes, um, to get the game back. So, not real sure how I feel um, and the running game clock uh, the XFL rules outside the la outside of the last two minutes of each half the game clock will run after incompletions and out of bounds plays um, aside from incompletions and out of bounds plays game clock rules outside the last two minutes of each half are the same as the NFL uh, so the NFL stops after every out-of-bounds play. So that that just goes against what I just said and shows you I really haven't read these rules yet. But, I mean, that's a, man, that's a strategy, and you're pulling it out of the game. That's part of the damn game. Um, I don't know. It's <coughs> definitely going to change things up. Sorry about the coughing, guys. Um, as far as timeouts... Each time we'll have two, each team will have two one-minute timeouts per half. And um, normally NFL college rules, they get three. Uh, that just basically, um, it eliminates the, what they did in the last two minutes with the, the game clock. And as far as the replay rulings. The XFL will have no coaches' challenges, and all plays will be subject to review from the replay official, who will be stationed at a booth above the field. Ah, uh, I don't know how I feel. Reviewable plays are limited to plays involving possession, plays involving touching of either the ball or the ground, Plays governed by the goal line. Plays governed by boundary lines. Plays governed by the line of scrimmage. Plays governed by the line to gain. Number of players on the field at the snap. Game administration. Penalty enforcement. Proper down. Spot of a foul. Status of the game clock. Disqualification of a player. This list of reviewable plays is identical to those in the NFL prior to 2019. Exception, the replay official may correct obvious errors, involve a player safety at any point throughout the game. 
another exception is the replay official may correct any egregious obvious error that may have significant impact on the outcome of the game in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter or during overtime. Um, NFL rule, obviously, players can, uh, coaches rather, can throw the flag and contest um, anything as far as uh, ball spawning and things to that nature. Um, and the last two minutes of the game, of the quarters, basically every scoring play gets reviewed. Um, five common sense rules. One foot inbounds. To catch a ball means that a player secures control of a live ball in flight before the ball touches the ground. Two, touches the ground inbound with any part of his body and then maintains control of the ball long enough to enable him to perform an act common to the game, i.e. long enough to pitch or hand the ball. <coughs> Advance it, avoid or ward off an opponent, etc. The current NFL rule to gain possession of a loose ball, you have to catch it. Both feet have to touch the ground. you got to make a, a football maneuver. Um, rationale here is, in this I'm interested in, um, you got to know where you are on the field. Okay, the rationale is catches in the NFL are often up to debate because of timing and control of the football. By simplifying the rules that establish control of the football, we are creating easier ways for individuals to determine whether a catch is made. When interviewing over 100 players on their opinion, players often said a catch is made when your hands not, with your hands, not your feet. Okay. Now, dedicated ball spotting official. XFL, there will be a dedicated ball spotting official who will solely be responsible for quickly spotting the ball and getting a new ball after each play. Uh, NFL and college use a seven official system with no single official responsible for spotting the ball. In the rationale, the NFL cycles a new ball in and out of the game between plays, using the entire crew and ball personnel on the sideline. The average time to operate the spotting of the ball is 12 seconds, but it is variable depending on the situation. The ball spotting official standardizes the time it takes to spot the ball and gives the XFL an on-field official with control of the game tempo. Um, we're going to be right back, and then we're going to talk about the coach-to-player communication. Alright, so coach to player communication, the XFL rule, while still in development, the goal is for select offensive players to have coach to player helmet receivers. Coach to player system would allow a member of the coaching staff in the bench area or the coach's boot to communicate to a player through a speaker in his helmet. Broadcast partners would have access to this communication and may use it during the game. Ah, so you're going to get to hear what the coaches are saying to the players as it's happening. And, like, this is basically, like, Vince, I mean, they have this technology. They use it. Vince McMahon is in the announcer's ears during the WWE 
uh, wrestling matches. So they have this technology. That's going to be pretty cool to hear. Um, in college, of course, NFL in college, college has no coach to play a communication. In the NFL, the coach to play a communication allows a member of the coaching staff in the bench area or coaches booth to communicate to a designated offensive or defensive player with a speaker in his helmet. The communication begins once a game official is signaled and down to be over and is cut off when the play clock reaches 15 seconds or the ball is snapped, whichever occurs first. Um, <laughs> rationale by allowing coaches to communicate with all offensive skill players that substitute and change location for each play. We can pay, play at a faster pace since offense changes much more than defense. We only need to adjust the way the offense communicates to players. Uh, simplified illegal man downfield. No ineligible player shall be or have been more than three yards beyond the line of scrimmage until a passer throws a legal forward pass that crosses the line of scrimmage. A player is in violation of this rule if any part of his body is beyond the three-yard limit. We know the NFL rules. Um, this has become an important part of football due to the advent of the pro, uh, the run-pass option, sorry, RPO. Uh, due to the way the rules traditionally written, it is hard to officiate. The XFL has written it, written the rule to be clearer while also helping the teams run the RPO. And halftime, shorter halftime, 10 minute break, and back to action. I like it. Uh, some of the other stuff that I really um, enjoy, like, I just think this is going to be fun. Fun. And that's the main thing. You know, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to play fantasy with. It's going to be hard to predict who's going to win because of the way the clocks are working. Man, thank you, Vince McMahon. Uh, once again, you've created something I'm just super looking forward to with this. The XFL. I love the NFL. Everyone knows I love my Patriots, but I'm a fan of so many NFL teams. I, I just love professional football. I'm not a big college football, but I do love watching football. Um, I think the XFL, the way they're doing this, if they don't try to rig this, if they don't make this quote-unquote sports entertainment and they just make it a sport, this is going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, and I am very much looking into this, looking forward to it. Uh, it's incredible. Guys, I want you all to tell me what you think of it down below. Comment, like, subscribe, everything else you can do. I appreciate you guys. I am sorry about the time we took off. You can tell today that I'm sick. Um, I'll be editing this tonight, putting it up tomorrow. Today's Thursday, these rules. Uh, I just saw them come out today. <laughs> um, and that's it. Guys, thank you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. And I hope y'all are having a great new year.